this thing blows. If she doesn't mind St. Helens, the blast will get here within a minute. Well, I hope you're wrong about our volcano, Harry. But if not, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Are you offended that she essentially wants somebody to die with if this thing blows? Like, you know, are you offended? No, I mean, ever since her husband left, man, she's been looking for somebody to die with. I, so I'm kind of offended, you know? She, she wants him to die with her it's, if this thing goes. Yeah, he seems he seems to be in for the ride, man, so I don't know. Like, can't really fault him. <laughs> it's, it's that Linda Hamilton, you know? She's yeah. she's just a nice, nice mayor, so... <laughs> just, just a nice mayor. <laughs> nice mayor, you know, not a, not a post-apocalyptic mother of, yeah. of the savior of humanity. Yeah. Welcome back. This is episode 83 of the Last Row Podcast. 83. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even think I need to read all of our stuff anymore, right? You know where to find us, lastrowpodcast.com. Just go there. And then subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review if you enjoy the show. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome wow. back, bad way. You've you've grown. You've grown. Have you I? Just let the people know that you, you can find us. They they know they know where to find you, us. You can find us if if you want to do something, leave a review. It yeah. definitely helps out the show. Thank you. Everyone who's found us will has found us already. Yeah, that's a that's a deep cut, my friend. Yeah. So what we're doing today, Drew? We're doing Dante's Peak. It's a disaster of a podcast. Um, he's doing a disaster slash action slash adventure movie, Dante's Peak from 1997. Directed by my good friend Roger Donaldson, Drew. What do you know about Roger Donaldson? Not much. You, you have I'll, to school me. I'll tell you that uh, he, um, I don't know, not very of note. But I will say his writer, Leslie Boehm. I did see something about her. Or him. I, her? I don't Who the hell knows? Maybe it's a him too. Uh, I don't know. Leslie. They... Wrote Daylight right before this. Yes, I did so, see that. Similar type thing, but you know, you know what they did after that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing for five years. Literally five years after Dante's Peak. What else then? Anything else after that? TV miniseries taken. All right. Yeah, that's not gonna not gonna <laughs> that's not gonna cut it. And not even like the Liam Neeson taken. Just like you know, just some random bullshit. Might as well be talking taken. And then they wrote a couple of garbage movies, and then they're out of, out of the biz. So, yeah, one could say that this movie tanked their career. <laughs> I'm not saying it, but one could say. I it like this movie. A pyroclastic cloud on their career? <laughs> you keep saying that. I don't think you know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it means what you think it means. I had earth science. <laughs> IMDb, 6 out of 10. Too low. It's about right. Rotten Tomato, 26%. Way too low. Too low. Metacritic, 43%. Way too low. That's about right. Too low. This is a great movie, and I'm just going to come out and say it. Wow, you went went great. It's a great movie, and I love it. A a vulcanologist? Did I do that? Yeah, I did (laughs) it. I guess so. A vulcanologist arrives at a countryside town recently named the second most desirable place to live in America, uh, parentheses, 20K or under, and discovers that the long dormant volcano, Dante's Peak, may wake up. At any moment, Drew. When, when you hear countryside, do you? I think of like a golf course, not yeah. like a mountainside town. Yeah, say it's mountainside. A, it's town. a mountainside town, not a countryside town. Beautiful landscapes, Drew. The, the shots that were that we got in this. Drew. I like Drew. this place. It looks like Donaldson a nice place to was, live. He was on fire. Now I don't know if he was actually in Washington State or if this was some other town, but 
I saw Man. something. They filmed most of it in Idaho or something. That makes that's... sense. It's all the same, isn't it? You know, Washington, <laughs> Idaho, Montana, North, South Dakota. It's all the same. Smoking right? like a true Northeasterner here, right? Canada, even. You know, it's, it's all exactly it's all the same. one big thing. <laughs> uh, you know, East Coast bias, right? You know, East Coast bias for life. Uh, no, I, I will say this. Like, and I don't know if this plays. This movie holds a special place in my movie watching, like repertoire. But I vividly remember in high school, I had a, a earth science class and the teacher's name was Mr. Wolf. And we watched this movie yes. in class. And you don't get a chance to watch movies in class a lot of times. And the whole point of, I guess, how he justified us watching this was to call out all the scientific inaccuracies. That's a good thing. And we watched it over a couple days when we were when we were doing volcanoes and stuff. And I don't know, this movie has always had a special place in my heart since then. Partly because I also like Pierce Brosnan a lot too. So, so if you if this was your Bond, so it's yeah. our Bond, I guess you would. But say I have I have a lot of memories bond. Of, of watching this thing, watching yeah. the car drive through the lava, all the stuff that we're going to get into. So, so for me, it holds a special place. So that's a different truck. So my memory of this movie is so his red truck. Yeah, you know, for some reason to me, that's like an iconic truck in the movies. Yeah, it's like the even Jurassic though, Park truck. Yeah, exactly. And even though he doesn't drive it for very long. He does drive it through a river. Yeah, the which snorkel, is man. Pretty awesome. And it had the snorkel. But I don't know why, but I always like remembered that truck. Even though I haven't seen this movie in like, I don't know, twenty years. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's that red truck. I always wanted that thing. You know? It's it's a it's a good movie. Like I I we'll get into the ratings at the yeah. end here, but let, let's go through the taglines. There's two here, one much better than the other. The pressure is building. Dot dot dot. I don't you like hate the ellipsis. It. I don't hate it. It's fine. You like, you like the ellipsis at the end? Yeah. It leaves a little bit to be to be to be wondering about. Yeah, a little mysterious. Second one: whatever you do, don't look back. See, you, you gotta look back, Drew. Yeah. It's see, like, I like the first one better. You, if what what do you live in the volcano town for than to eventually see it erupt? Yeah. Like you're waiting for that action, man. You, you have ringside seats to that. Yeah. You, you gotta you look need back. to be. You need to see it. You gotta look back, <laughs> Drew. Have to. It's a must but look back situation. Financials. Budget, one hundred and sixteen million dollars estimated. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for nineteen ninety seven. It's a lot of money right now. A lot of money, and yeah. it it made cumulative worldwide gross one seventy eight according to IMDb dot com. I so can't it, believe it. One hundred sixteen. They spent one hundred sixteen million. I can't even believe it. But I'll say this: the CG in this was was pretty good. It's pretty pretty top notch for the time. It, it was. It was really it was. good. I think it held up. Like the volcano yeah. explosions and everything, it looks pretty good. The the worst shot of the movie was Linda Hamilton so, <laughs> looking out of the car window ah, and they spliced they, the picture They superimposed, yeah. Like they tried to make it look like a, a reflection and it just looked really now, piss poor, if I'm being honest. I You know, it's funny you brought that up, yeah, because I, yeah, I definitely chuckled at that one. Now, I don't want to step on your toes here, Drew, but... Um, we have in our uh, trivia or tidbit section. Yeah, you have a tidbit about volcano yes. versus Dante's Peak and how they moved it up. Yeah, hit, hit the people with it. So, I mean, I don't mean to step on your toes and just take that, but I just just dawned on me that it might be the reason why the budget's so high. They they pumped more money into it. You mean, or so, the reason why well, they moved it? That and this. So, the cast and the crew of this movie found themselves in a distribution race with 20th Century Fox. An arms race. Which, which was producing Volcano in 1997 at the time. Due to a sped-up production schedule, this movie reached theaters almost three months earlier than Volcano and had better box office success. So thank you for uh, for, for grabbing that tidbit, Drew. What, what so do you doesn't think? that make sense 
That if they sped up production, that means they had to spend more money. It it could. And and it jacked the budget up. It could. Or it could be, hey, we're going to outspend these guys and make a better movie. But at what point is it like diminishing returns? That's the question I have. It's like, you know, it's like the Yankees buying free agents and stuff. You know, it's it's that whole thing. (laughs) So we got got to beat this volcano thing. Oh, they got Tommy Lee Jones. All right. Well, we got to make the volcano look real, damn it. You know what? And this is going to be maybe blasphemy to people listening out there, but give me Pierce Brosnan over Tommy Lee Jones any day. Sure. I don't, I mean, I yeah. don't, How old is Tommy Lee Jones anyway? He's perpetually 66 years old. Too much buffoonery on that movie. I, see. <laughs> I can't even tolerate I can't sanction it. I can't sanction it. Can't sanction it. Can't tolerate You know what though? Think about it. Look, have you ever seen Volcano? Because I haven't. I feel like no, I would fall asleep no, during that movie. Nobody has. Because nobody wants seen to Volcano. watch like the senior citizen man like talking yeah. about the, the, the volcano exploding like it looks like such a boring movie. Yeah. This has Pierce Bros and it's got Linda Hamilton. I mean, it's the nineties, right? She's hot from Terminator. Like it was just a good movie. And and this was entertaining through and through. Now, maybe the question, and I haven't seen Volcano, so blasphemy on me. Is no, it more terrible. scientifically accurate? Is is that like did they go that angle? If like, it is true. If it is true, nobody cares. Boring. Give me the have fake stuff. It? Nope. <laughs> I see. I have no desire to watch that not, one. Like, haven't seen it. Not gonna see it. Drew. I don't want to. And, and this comes back to like the we talk about the dualities, right? The the movies that come out in twos. You have Deep Impact, Armageddon. Like Armageddon is much better than Deep Impact. I'm not gonna watch Deep Impact. I'll watch Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Dante's Peak and Volcano. Give me Dante's Peak. I'm not watching sure. Volcano. You know, Day After Tomorrow. And there's probably something else out there that we did. You know, that I just probably will watch Day After Tomorrow. Dennis Quaid yeah. all day. You know, give me the good actor. That's Jake that's Gyllenhaal, what I want to watch. No problem. This this thing won a couple awards too. And yeah, what kind of awards did it win, Drew? We don't normally do awards on here, but I, I thought that they were worth calling out. So it won some type of television or music award for for the music, which was good music, I guess. It had like an ominous score in the movie. But the ones that I'll call out, there, there's one in particular that I think will be near and dear to your heart. I don't know if you were at the ceremony, but there was yeah. Blockbuster Entertainment Award oh, in 1998. Yeah, I, w- I was a presenter at that. <laughs> Linda yeah. Hamilton won for favorite actress in the action adventure category. Which <laughs> do you would you would you think she would win that? Like I don't no. know what she competed against, but she didn't really do much in this. She wasn't she wasn't really that good, was she? <laughs> and then the other one, it won a and I never heard about this, so shame on me. The Golden Rooster Award in 1997. Ah, the prestigious best, best foreign language film. Did you know about this? It's a, it's a word in China, I guess, apparently. Yeah, it's funny to think about how many thousands of movies came out in the United States in 1997. And what are the, what's the nominee group for best for, yeah. for best foreign language film, like, you know? Of all the things, too, like, usually these are, like, popcorn flicks. Like, why is this in that category? Like, they couldn't have nominated, like, a, like a prestigious movie or something, you know? It's, like, yeah, <laughs> it's I don't a know. disaster film. And then it, there was two... So it was nominated for that, didn't win, apparently. And then there was two... Other Young Artist Awards from 98, Best Performance in a Feature Film, Young Actress 10 or Under, ah. The Daughter won, Jamie Renee Smith, and then The Son won, Jeremy Foley, who I call fell on that. I didn't think that kid was very good. Yeah, no, he sucked. But my question is, <laughs> first of all... It's very matter of fact. The 10-year-old girl did great. You know, she was good. Or, she, or 10 or under. I don't know how She played she in peril very well. She's pretty good. And, but why why do the kid actors normally have the three name billing right it's it's a recipe for success Jamie Joseph Renee Gordon Smith Levitt. you know Jonathan Taylor Thomas Michael Ian Thomas Michael Ian Thomas yeah Joseph Gordon Levitt yeah you, you got to have that it's a, it's it's a recipe for success what, speaking of which this Jeremy Foley guy to me is a poor man's 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They couldn't get him. They had to go with this guy. <laughs> couldn't he get was, anybody he was the better. backup plan. And this kid, like, you know, I, I could take him or leave him. He wasn't terrible, but, you know. He was fine. I'd leave him more than I'd take him. Let, let's just jump into the movie. And as we talk about a lot of time, we're going to focus on the relationships and the characters. Let's talk to you about a one volcanologist and a mayor of a small town, Harry Dalton, a.k.a. Pierce Brosnan. Did he look like a Harry to you? No. Did not look like a Harry? He has two first names, too. Didn't they make a joke yeah. about that? A guy with two first names, yeah. Harry Dalton? Yeah. And, and then Mayor Wando, which she didn't look like a Wando didn't, to Didn't me. look like a Wando at all. Is that her maiden name, or is that I, her, you know, her married a very name? good question. You know? So the movie opens up with, with Harry. He's got this troubled past. He's been a volcanologist for a long time. He lost his fiance. He hadn't been in love much. He was in love once. And she died with a hot magma rock to the head. Yeah, his wife. His wife left her. Left him. His wife left him. It left in life. In basically. life. Yeah. In <laughs> like life. She left him in life. <laughs> he seemed still shaken up over this to the point where he was doing angry push-ups that were not really to the ground yeah. at all. If I'm going to call foul on that as well, like yeah, like I who's, do he, trying to, who's he trying to push-ups in gym class? Who's he trying to impress there? Who's he trying to impress? You know, <laughs> he's trying to shake it off, man. Yeah. So he's this this world famous, I guess, volcanologist working for the environmental. I don't even know what the hell their group was. So, some type of scientific group about checking out volcanoes in the U.S. <laughs> volcano Still checkers. Up. <laughs> volcano busters. Volcano busters. <laughs> he's he's on vacation, and he gets called back. I don't know why they couldn't just call him on the phone and read to him what was on the paper. His boss, who yeah. Got to come in to read a piece of paper. It was 1997. It's like, you got to get your ass in here. Why didn't he just read it to him? (laughs) Read it to him. Send him a fax. They got a fax machine. Can't can't they like send him a telegram? Like Luke Kane's uncle sent him one when his brother died. These squiggly lines, you're right. They do look ominous. I mean, what what do you think of, of him as a character? Do you think he's believable as a Vulcanologist? Did you buy him? Uh, Of course. I don't know. And a lot of it has to do with the uh, the English accent. You know, it makes anybody sound sophisticated, of course. <laughs> but no, he's, yeah, he, sounded, he looks and sounds like a smart guy. And, um, you know, not so much his other crew, but yeah, I totally believe him. Uh, if I'd, I'd, I'd follow him to the ends of the earth. I have something to say, say about him. So he, he had some quote that I saw on IMDb where he was talking about preparing for the film and, and how hard he, he learned and how hard he pretended and, and whatever became this character. It, it, there was some interview where he says that he practiced shouting the line, quote, it's a pyroclastic cloud in front of a mirror for six days prior to shooting the scene. And he, he, his actual quote was, it's the movie's key emotional scene and I needed to get that enunciation just right. That's acting. <laughs> What would, what would Daniel Day-Lewis well, say about that? I mean, I'll, I'll say this um, in positive. No one else in that entire movie worked as hard as he did. That's true. In this movie, if that's what, the case. What would Christian Bale say about that? I mean, really, <laughs> what, what would he say about that kind of quote? I feel like it's, you know, he's like building himself up by that, yeah. that quote there. Maybe like respect him a little bit less here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he thinks he's an actor. No, no, he's a movie star. He's a movie star. He's not an actor, Drew. The other big character we mentioned is, is Mayor Wando. So you've got this dueling relationship where it's, you've got the scientists coming in to look at the town, and you've got this mayor of this small town who grew up in the town, similar to, you know, we talked about Mayor of Easttown recently. She's from the town. She grew up in the town. She became the mayor. Born and raised. Born and raised in this small town on the mountain. What What's up with her right now? Like, is she a successful mayor? It, I couldn't really tell. I don't... Like, 
I don't care. Don't care about her her mayorship. What's her politics? Her mayordom. Do you know? Her mayordom. What does she support? <laughs> she's probably I don't know. She probably she probably leads leads Republican slightly. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what makes me say that. I just believe so. Uh, but I don't care about any of that. I just care about her personal life. So she is a single mother of two, Drew. She got ourselves a bad father situation here. Bust out the barometer, man. Her husband just walked out on her one day. Not in the movie. Seen, not, not even seen in the movie. Just talked about. You know, yeah. husband left one day. Just got up and walked out. Off-screen barometer. What's going on there, Drew? Why did he walk out? We don't know. They don't tell us. Why, uh, what, what, what's going on there? Well, she even speculates that her mother-in-law doesn't really know what happened to this guy. Did he right. lose it? Was he worried the volcano was going to erupt? Maybe, I, he maybe, was he's smart, maybe, he's, maybe he's the smartest guy in the room. You guys are crazy. We got to move. This volcano is going to blast. You know, why don't we just move? <laughs> we and then she's, she's the mayor of the town. She's like, I can, I'm the mayor. And he's like, yes, you can find a new job. <laughs> we're, we're all going to die and lose all of our possessions. If we don't move, sell the house. Can, and she kept be, refusing, and then he just left one day. Yeah, that's that. Maybe that's the story we don't know about, and that's maybe. Yeah. Are you on his side if that's the case? Maybe he's a scientist, <laughs> and he knew, and nobody listened to him. Harry Dalton's old colleague, <laughs> yeah. you know. Do you, so let me ask you this: Would you be on her side with that, or would you be on his side with that? If I'm let's say he side. was a scientist, I mean, I don't want to like condone leaving your kids high and dry, but. I don't know, maybe the kids were being jerks about it, too. Maybe they were saying, Dad, Dad. They threw the Y in there, you know. <laughs> Dad, we can't leave our house. It's like, shut up, kids. Yes, you can. It's called moving. You know, sometimes you have to do it. Sometimes you get new jobs. Sometimes there's a volcano in your backyard. You got to move. Let me ask you this. Can you be a successful mayor and also own a coffee shop slash general store, like Lee's General Store, like whatever this place is? <laughs> Look. You gotta, you gotta, because you know that that mayor salary ain't paying for it when your city's under twenty thousand population, man. Let me let me tell you what makes a good general store. When you see the the mason jar full of like licorice, you got uh, like the candy, the like yes. the penny candy. Yeah, that place looked like some place I would like to go on vacation. I'll just yep. say that you get it. You get a nice sandwich made, and it's wrapped in that like white wax paper. Yeah, it's like, that's good exactly. Stuff. That's good and stuff. she looks like she's doing coffee. She's doing. <laughs> yep. Sandwiches, like it's a whole, it's like a restaurant too. She and, lives above the place. And you buy a can of soda and it's 40 cents. It's not 50, <laughs> it's 40. Do they have a treat out there? Do they got, do, do they, they got have, they have, they have the Pacific Northwest equivalent of a treat. Yeah. I don't if know anybody, what that is. The yeah. only people that are going to know about a treat are the people that live where yeah. we live. But if, if you know about a treat, you should, you should get some, buy it online, a treat. The <laughs> best generic soda that 40 cents can buy. A treat, a treat, cream soda. That, that's my jam, and the birch beer. Yeah, Those are yeah. the two best ones. Oh, yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, you you didn't tell me your thoughts on the husband. Do you believe in my theory, or was it more straightforward? He was just cheating, lying scumbag. I, I got the impression he was kind of a, a cheating, lying scumbag. Maybe yeah. just kind of ran off with maybe his his coworker or something like that, or he I just left. I but feel it, like yeah. I don't know, man. I just feel like that guy was just too smart for the town, and he got away while he could. And you know I'll, what? Yeah. His house isn't under ash right now. Okay, that much. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a smart trendsetter, man. Yeah. Well, what I'll say this, though, is to your point, it does get a little interesting when you talk about the mother-in-law situation. Yes. Because does that give you a clue into what happened with the husband or not? Because we mentioned the mother-in-law. Yeah. She claims to know where he is, but maybe she doesn't. Do you think that lays a clue into something? 
Well, I'll tell you, it gives away that he's at least born in this town, too. So it's not like she met him and he was some out-of-towner, yeah. like like a Harry Dalton Pierce Brosnan who stumbled into the town by accident. Yeah, He must have been born and raised there because the, the his mother was born and raised there. So do you find it at all odd that with the husband being a scumbag deadbeat, you know, just <laughs> left town, if we're led to believe that? Alcoholic. That, you know. that the mother still communicates with the grandmother. Now, I know you don't want to, you know, it's not her fault, blah, 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 blah. But if the husband was a scumbag, you know, some of that stain is on the mother, I feel. I, I think she does it out of not denying the children access to their grandmother. Yeah. And she's a mention, great grandmother, like not a great grandmother, but a great, yeah. you know, grandmother. She's like a good, like a very good one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> not to mention, she's got the sweetest house of all. She's on the lake. Like, would you not go to that place? It looks like it looks like Stallone's house from Cliffhanger. Yeah. That's how nice her her property was. Maybe that's why she's still friends with the mother-in-law. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a great it's a great property. Uh, you know, I wouldn't want to leave there. You know, unless you know the volcano was erupting or something. But well, the kids up there, <laughs> she's. <laughs> it's yeah. going to take more than a volcano to make her leave yeah. in a bad way. But I don't know. Like, is there times where you know Linda Hamilton is like talking bad about the the father, saying, "Oh, no, scumbag," you know. Like they can't make ends meet. This mayor gig isn't cutting it. And it's like she says something a little too real in front of the grandmother. The grandmother's like, "Hey, whoa, that's my son." She, it's she like it's, even... it's got to be an awkward relationship. I feel like very rarely does this happen. She didn't even get out of the car though. That's the thing. Like, so when she dropped the kids off, she waved and then she called the grandmother by her first name. So that to yeah. me is also telling. I don't think they're on good grounds. So I think it's just, hey, the kids want to go see grandma. She can't deny him that. That's so, that's where I think. Before we move on, let me let me ask you this here. Um, when we first meet the grandma, you know, Pierce Bros is in the car. He needs to take, take a look at that mountain, you know, he's got to take a look at that volcano. So they're driving up the mountain to grandma to drop the kids off. So, you know, they can see the mountain, you know, not lugging the kids around. So they, you know, they don't screw off, do something stupid. As soon as they get there, the grandma's like, oh, who's this man you have in this, in, yeah. in your car? Instant judgment. And then she's like, oh, you know what? You know, why don't we all go to the lake? I'll go too. Here, I'll get my bathing suit. Was that a C block, Drew? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's what 100%. I thought. percent. Yeah, it was she totally calculated. She she didn't want Linda Hamilton, you know, go hauling off and finding a new man because maybe she wants hope that her son will come back to his senses and rekindle the relationship. I don't know. My only thing is, I think maybe the grandmother thinks she's too good. Her son's too good for her. So I, I don't know that it's. I don't know. I think it was just out of that's spite. Not, that's not what she said on her deathbed. Yeah, well, that's true, right? I mean, it, you know, death changes changes somebody's perspective yeah. on something, especially when you got you know acid burns all over yeah. your body. But no, I, what do you think of what do you think of Dalton and Wando together? So so Pierce and, and Linda Hamilton. You say Dalton, and I, I'm going to Roadhouse, man. No. It's hard. It's hard for me to separate it. Would this movie yeah. be better with Patrick Swayze in it instead? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I think so. Would have. Yeah, <laughs> he's more of a scientific. Type. There would have been there would have been more fights. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Real good stepfather vibes for Harry Dalton, man. He's doing magic for the kids. The magic Sa- trick is the yeah. key. You know, saving lives. He saved the kid's life the first ten minutes he met him. I'm telling you, man. Do you think I, he would be a good stepfather? Would, would he? Is he in it for the long haul? Let me say this: Is he in it for the long haul? I think so. The way he immediately bonded with those kids, like I feel like, I feel like once he stepped foot in that. Volcano Town. It felt like home to him, didn't it? He knew what he needed to be. He, yeah. he knew that it was something that he needed. He like he was automatically, you know, smitten with the most powerful woman in the town. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think it was. Uh, he knew he needed to move on with his life you know, after doing all those push-ups and all that. And <laughs> what else are you doing those push-ups for than to, uh, you know, to snag yourself a butte, a jo- butte jokes, like Linda? Jokes on jokes on him though that the town got wiped off the face of the earth here. So I don't know. he's, got, he's <laughs> I, not going I ne- back there. I never said he was going to stay. I'm thinking he was going to pluck pluck him out. Take you know, take I, her to Portland yeah. with him. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's where he's go back where where, where where the big things happen. What, what do you think of the actor chemistry? Last question on this topic. What do you think of their chemistry? Do you think they were a good match from an actor actress no, perspective? Not at all. Not not the slightest. And uh, I, you know, sorry, but I, I kind of blame it on Linda. Yes, me too. I don't think she's a very good actress, Drew. Like you know, like she's good at being Sarah Connor. That's that's the the knock, right? Like, and it's not her fault. But I can't see her as not Sarah Connor. Yeah. And it's just, she's Sometimes one of those typecasted actors. you are who actors. you are. Yeah. And the thing about Pierce, it's like, I think Pierce acted in circles around everyone in this movie. <laughs> really but that's did? Yeah. But that's not to say he's a good actor either. It's just, he True. was the best of the bunch. I, I thought he was good, but he wasn't, he wasn't putting a clinic on or anything like that. No, he, he was, no, not at all. Comparatively speaking, maybe, but yeah. let's talk about some of his crew because there's really not much to talk about here. Let's kind of name some of them, and then it leads into a little bit about the town. But he he was part of this geological research or ge- geological survey for, for the United States based out of Portland, and he had like that ragtag group where you've got all the different scientists. But unlike a lot of the other movies that we've done here, none of these guys or girls were any memorable other than the boss, in my no. opinion. So you had Paul Dreyfus, who's the boss. The boss. Then you got Greg, who's the dude from True Lies that had the yeah. camera in the end with a gun in yep. it. Yep, it's curly hair, curly hair, Greg. And then you got Stan, who's <laughs> not no last name, but AKA Colonel or Cheng Z from, from 24. Yep. And then you got Terry Furlong, who has two names, who's the beard guy that breaks his leg with the with the machine trying to rescue it, which did nothing to serve the plot of the movie outside yeah. of maybe oh. added a little action. Yeah. And then you got Nancy, who doesn't also doesn't have a last name. So half of them have a last name, half of them don't. Nancy Taylor. And, and Nancy is really just there to be like, look. Do, you know what the most acting that all these people did? When Paul dies and they just look at him they on the bridge. They just look at him. And they just walk away. That's so, it. All right, let's, let's just jump to that real quick. So when the boss dies, I don't know. Am I out of line to say this? Let's say your boss is kind of a jerk. <laughs> did he have it coming? Well, I'm not even saying that. You don't want him to die at all. It'd be terrible if he died. But if it happens... I mean, he did embarrass Pierce. Like, he was trying to put the town on alert. If it happens, like, you know, is it just, well, you know? Especially since he... What you get. He said, hey, we shouldn't put the town (laughs) on alert. So it's kind of his fault, because had they put the town on alert... Nobody would be there right now. It'd be a ghost town. Not a a literal ghost town, a figurative ghost town. (laughs) He wouldn't be pathetically falling off of that bridge as he's like trying to drive the van up a thing, which they should have put the Hummers behind him so they could have pushed him. Can I tell you, one of the most (laughs) pathetic scenes in the history of cinema was him (laughs) with zero athletic talent trying to do something on that bridge. He didn't even attempt because he knew. He knew he had no athletic ability to make that jump. He knew. I mean, come on. He he got out of the car. First off, he was late driving. Then he was late getting out of the car. Then he was late trying to jump off the thing. Like, he didn't... He made zero attempt for his own life. Like, he probably... He probably deserved to die. I mean, honestly, like let's let's not call people out. Besides the grandmother, who also did as well. But 
I mean, let's get into him in a second, but let's let's go back to the town. So the the yeah, town the, you know, the crew there's nothing to say about them, right? I mean, you're, you're good, no, right? No, you're. But I can't believe you said it, and it just dawned on me. You're right. Is that the two people that was were the cause for the action scenes in this movie are the two people that died? They had it coming. They had it coming. That's what you get. Karma. <laughs> That's what you get. They, but they got everybody else dead. Like Paul probably yeah. got everyone died, but <laughs> got them dead. Is that even a term? <laughs> got they got dead. dead. They got dead. <laughs> they got dead. Let's talk about the town. This this quote, small town, Dante's Peak. That's the name of the town. It's a good town it, name. It has a plaque somewhere in the ash that says second most <laughs> desirable place to live. <laughs> small print. <laughs> U.S. population under 20. <laughs> What a somehow, disaster. <laughs> somehow that plaque is is just somewhere in the ash. Uh, you know, unless Mayor Wando just carries it around. But they're, they're like so proud of this. Like, would you would you say that about like our town? If if you got second most desirable place in the US, would you be uh, showing up to the ribbon cutting ceremony? It's loser talk, man. Second most. Yeah, Ricky Bobby, man. If you're and if you ain't first, yeah, you're last. Under 20k, it's like, come on, man. It's like nothing. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> I don't mean to belittle the 20,000 towns, but like, you know who you are. It's the kind of thing that would go in like the AAA yeah. magazine. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm not knocking living there, but like, oh, well, I am going to knock living in a volcano <laughs> town, but I'm not knocking living in a small town or anything, but like, come on. I mean, we kind of live in a best, small town, right? Second best. Know. No, I, I don't know. I know yeah. our population is not under twenty, but a couple hundred thousand people drew. Yeah, you know. but I would. So you wouldn't be proud of this award, basically, is what you're saying. No, it's just the bullshit. Do, do and you like, like the town? And then, like, there's a parade. It's like, is there anything worse than a parade, Drew? Like, I, I'm not a like, fan of parades. Honestly, all you do is stand there and wait and watch stuff go by. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. It's you know. I'm super tired. So like, maybe I'm in a bad mood if you know, I'm like super downer in this episode. <laughs> But you know, I've Negative got more bad way over here. I've got more negativity to spout about this town. So, you know, so, so keep, you wouldn't live in this going. town. You wouldn't get an Airbnb in this place. Volcano yeah, I'd get, aside, I'd, yeah, I'd get an Airbnb. I certainly wouldn't live here. But let's say, absolutely. Let's, let's say hypothetically, you're on vacation in this town. Yeah, and they just happen to win this second most desirable place to live in the U.S. population. You, you wouldn't uh, trek down to the main street. No, I, from I, would, your re- motel? I would regret signing that lease on that Airbnb. <laughs> Because it's a whole thing. I don't need to see a parade. They're going to shut down Main Street. So can they I can't. handle the traffic in this place? No, they can't handle the traffic. I mean, clearly the bridge falls apart. Nobody can get yeah. out. So yeah. it's... I mean, the contingency plans. I mean, who's who's running this town? Who's the mayor of this town? Would, <laughs> oh, would yeah. you, would you think of the people? Connor. Because the, there was a good mix of people. So there was like the nice people, but then there was the rabble rouser, like South Park kind of like angry yeah. citizen, Dude. parks and recreation, yeah. Pawnee town people. And that's 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 my main gripe with this whole movie, Drew, is, is the people in this town and the small town mentality that I'm sure exists all over the country. And certainly in movies like this, where they're so thick headed and they're so, this is my town and you can't tell me <laughs> to leave and I was born here and... I've been living here my whole life and that volcano never went off, so there's no way it'll go off now. That's literally a quote from the yeah, grandma. Right. It's, who lives in a volcano town, Drew? Like, who does that? Like, the thing could go off any day. I mean, I guess Hawaii. You're a fool. You're right? a fool. <laughs> Hawaii. You're a fool. <laughs> you're hitching your wagon, you know? But no, you're not a fool. Okay, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll walk it back a little bit. <laughs> We're going to get like... If you left a five-star review, please don't change it. <laughs> I didn't name your town. Your town's cool, whoever's listening. Uh, no, I'll walk it back a little bit and say that you're a fool if you live in a town like this and 
you aren't prepared yeah. to pick it up and leave. You can't. You can't. At the sign of danger. You can't wrap your head around yeah. the fact that there might be a disaster. Yeah. That could happen. And it's like this pride of we're Dante's Peak, pound the chest, and uh, we can't <laughs> let a little seismic activity, you know, scare us away. Can't scare away that real estate development. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the real estate stuff, Drew. Yeah, like, I mean, why, how come? Why wasn't this really? Why wasn't this town evacuated? Drew? Well, what was the reason? Let, let me ask you this. So, so Pierce comes in and and just hit the people up. If you haven't seen this movie, there's not much to it outside of the fact that Pierce is brought in off of vacation to come and check it out, check out the seismic activity, and he sees some things that are troubling. So he wants to put the town on alert. I don't even know really what the implications of the town being on alert are. They weren't explicitly saying they were going to evacuate people but i think it was hey get ready because yeah. if we see well, something that looks more troubling yeah. we might need to get you out you know what i think it means i think it means pack a bag people just grab all your valuables ready. maybe pack the car don't leave yet but be ready and leave if you feel unsafe but, but let me ask you wouldn't you want somebody to tell you that hey this thing yeah. might blow up you might want to have a, an overnight bag packed up. Like, uh, I, I mean, I don't mean to get political, Drew, but have you <laughs> have you have you lived in this world the last year, Drew? I, I mean, but think about what, it, like just, if somebody knew something in March of 2020, wouldn't you want it to know right away? I mean, that's the thing. Like, so if somebody said to you, "Hey, there's some seismic activity going on," it doesn't mean that this is going to blow up. Pierce didn't. He didn't go in there freaking out, screaming. He was just no. saying, "Hey, I think you need to call a meeting." Yes. Which there was a small council meeting that they there was gonna had. Be a, there was going to be a vote. And the big thing that these these townspeople were upset about was that there's some big wig real estate developer that wants to come in, which has its own set of implications. Like, would you want some guy building high-rise like apartments in your town? Like, that's a whole nother aspect yeah. of like ruining the small town feel. This guy's going to put shopping malls and crap here. Yeah. Do you want like, it? I don't know that people actually want that either. I mean, so I I'm, want it. I want it as a, as a vacationer. Yeah. Up but, they speak. Not, as, not as a citizen. The citizens like Wando, does she really want that? Like she's the small town feel. We really kind of yeah. want that. But so they, they want to put this town on alert. And what happens is the townspeople start freaking out because they're worried this guy, this real estate developer guy is going to pull his money. And they ultimately call in Pierce's boss and Pierce's boss starts freaking out. And he's like, we got to pause this alert. And they, they cite two different events. There was some event in the 70s where they put a town on alert and the economy tanked and everybody moved out of the town. And then the other one was Mount St. Helens where it actually did erupt and, and there was damage <laughs> and people died. So you got a 50-50 shot of you yeah. might die and you might lose your town, which clearly uh. happened here, or you know maybe it's fine. I Drew, personally would err on the side of caution. What's the quote of your favorite Batman ever, uh, Ben Affleck? <laughs> if there's a one percent chance, <laughs> yeah. whatever the hell it is, right? We have to take it as absolute certainty. <laughs> what would Batman do in this situation? I mean, he he would he would come in and and you know Bruce Wayne would be like buying the town out, make sure people he'd buy he all would, their houses he out. He would buy the whole town. He'd buy the whole and, town and then and tell kick everyone leave. out to save them from this real volcano. estate developer. Bruce yeah. Wayne comes in and we got to. Yeah. But but here's the thing, right? Drunken billionaire buys town. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bail one. But so so let's say this, right? Two questions for you. One, is it really worth it for them to get this real estate guy to come in? And and part B of that question, they're so in a hurry, like, we gotta get this guy to invest before the town goes on alert. 
Yeah, like oh, he can't man. just pull his money later. You like, can't. That's that's the, the is, that's got to be disclosure. There's disclosure laws. It's like buying a house. It's like and, buying a house with like a sinkhole, but you're trying to hide the sinkhole. And if you're that guy, wouldn't you? These guys are savvy, right? You're not just some random guy with a billion dollars that you're just going to put in. You've yeah. got sources. He's going to know Pierce Brosnan from the U.S. Ecological Survey is here looking at this crap. Like, yeah. he's probably Dude, got people. Yeah. If, if he's going to put real estate in a volcano city, right? the first thing he's going to do is talk to a scientist. He's got people. Yeah. He's got leaks. I mean, there's yeah. going to be leaks like, hey, Pierce Brosnan is in this town. You better watch out. Yeah. Like, it's not going to take or, the guy that... Do you, th- <laughs> do you think that... He already did ask. He might and then the, the city gave him like a fake scientist. They oh, you know, I tested the pH levels and this volcano is set to stay dormant for the next 700 years. They might have. I mean, it, it's, it's funny. They dressed the guy up in a, in a, in a white lab coat and yeah. faked the whole thing. Let me ask you this then. Part B of this question or part two, whatever. His boss coming in. So he calls Pierce off of vacation. Yeah. He's like off of vacation and he tells him to look at the stuff. And he's like, oh, you know, come look at this paper, whatever. Come come check this town out. It's probably nothing, but just go look at it. Why does he call in his best guy if he just needs some, like, patsy to come in and really just check the box? <laughs> because, like, would it yeah. really cause a panic? Yeah. Like, why it did seemed, he even bother? It seemed all the boss wanted was the box checked. You're right. I don't understand. I don't know why he took a guy off. Imagine if you were on vacation and your boss pulled you off a of vacation off some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and he made it seem he made it seem as such that Pierce wasn't over the death of his of his girlfriend or whatever his fiance or his wife whatever it was right yeah. why would he even send him in that situation if he thought he wasn't mentally yeah. ready to handle right. it just and, poor management and then and then when Pierce actually found something he told the guy you know what you need a vacation I'll see you in two weeks I mean <laughs> that's the thing after he completely destroys his life in front of everybody and tells yeah. him you're not ready for this see you in two weeks he was on vacation. Why yeah. did you call him in? I don't know. I don't like the whole thing, but I don't know. Long story short, Drew, would you rather live in a nice, peaceful, small town with a volcano in the backyard or a nice, peaceful, small town with a volcano, I don't know, two towns over? I'll be two towns over. In, like, in why does this town exist? Who's living in this town? You're idiots. I mean, it's Move nice. Away. Move it's away. nice. Yeah, real nice. Super nice. I don't know, man. It's just too dangerous. Like, why? why would you... Set yourself up for that. And then why would you be so thick-headed about it? I just can't get over it. I hate it. I don't like anybody in this town. They got what they deserved. I'm going to talk about this, right? Because this is a nice segue into the actual explosion and the destruction of the town. I want to bring back... Let's get to the good stuff. The meat and the potatoes. But let's let's get to them. Because I want to use the grandmother as a transition here. Grandma! The grandma to me is the absolute worst character in this movie. (laughs) So can, and, I, can, I, can I tell you something about the grandma? Yeah, Her please. name is Elizabeth Hosman, the, the actor. She worked on Dante's Peak in 1997, and uh, sadly, that's the last movie that she ever worked in. Did she die, or she just was not a good actress? Nope, she just retired, and then oh, okay. uh, she's still alive. She's 94 years old today. Okay, man, that's a good life. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had enough of that destruction life. Uh, no, I, I, so the grandma, right? She's on quote, like, Pierce is trying to warn them and all this stuff, and I want to go through the dangerous signs in a second, but... She's the one that said, you know, it didn't blow up in 70 and it's not going to blow up now. Like, she just can't get she, through her head. She would know, right? Yeah, she, she would know. She, she's lived here all her life. I mean, I wouldn't want to leave that sweet property either. Yep. But it doesn't mean that you can't go back. Like, just 
see what happens. Like, yeah. I just don't understand it. And she's a jerk to Lyndall Hamilton. She, she's, she's just a jerk character. And the fact that she doesn't want to leave, she doesn't want to evacuate, puts everybody's life in danger, especially her grandchildren. And she atones for that at the end. Yeah. But let's go through some of the danger signs. I wrote some of these down. And the danger. first one that, that popped up in the movie, the boiling hot springs. It fried Ooh, the skinny dippers yes. alive. What what'd you think of that? Uh, super dangerous, but I feel like they could have lived, right? <laughs> like, does it get from zero or whatever? Like, let's say it's, I don't know what a hot tub is. Let's call it like 100 or something. I don't know. Whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. Call it a hot tub and then say that it went to, like, does it go to boiling immediately? Yeah. Like, can like, it? I, I feel like you have time. Like, you could be, like, very badly hurt, but it had to have had time. Unless they were, like, mid-coitus, in which, yeah. you know. I mean, they might have been. Maybe, maybe he tried to finish. Was it? Was it? <laughs> Hold on. That's, <laughs> that's why the water got so hot. Yeah. <laughs> he boiled the water from the yeah. friction. Did, what do you, what you, all right, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Move on. Parental advisory, everybody. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere. When, when, when you, when you were in there, like, was this PG-13 or was it rated R? It was a PG-13. So, so there was no, there was no nudity in this movie. But no chance thought, of nudity. You could, you could show a, a bare butt. Well, they PG-13, had the bare ass. Male or female. But it was like, it was a dead body's butt, which. Yeah. Is that, that was like clearly worse? a fake, that was a fake butt. You could, you could show a fake butt. All so day. what's worse? A dead body's naked butt? That's a fake one or a real person's butt that's not dead. Like, what's more to the rating and the and the board, whatever the rating system oh, is? Oh, yeah, the the real alive butt is more is more showable than the dead butt. You could show. Okay. No, I mean, <laughs> violent. I, I mean, more more. Uh, I don't know, brisque. I mean, like it goes the dead against butt. The you can show it. You can show a dead butt in a rated G movie. Drew. That's fine because it's. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's true. If it's a dead body, like they don't care. The rating it's system not, doesn't care because it's likely not a real human. It's probably a dummy. So it's, it's like rubber. You, show, you can show dead butt. You can rubber show dead dog. You can show dead dog. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. I don't know. Hostile two might might take, <laughs> take issue with that. That, that's that was mutilation. live. That was live dog, Drew. Yeah, that's it, true. It was live. <laughs> Some of the other other danger signs: dead trees from I think the carbon monoxide Ooh, or something. Dead or trees. Whatever. Dead squirrels just popping up all over the mountain. Squirrels are dead all the time, Drew. I'm not worried about it. Bubbling water. Just, water just bubbles. Bubbling I could I could bubble like a blow to my water cup right now, Drew. And I have I have some seltzer here. Yeah. Is there a volcano yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe the boss there, was right. Maybe maybe this was bullshit. There was the earthquake that happened when the guy was was trying to get the the robot. I mean, yeah, that guy was clumsy. The, the, <laughs> he tripped. Wasn't he? The the water supply turning to to acid basically, which was in the closet that that water closet yeah. system. <laughs> that that that's concerning. That concerns me. So so when you turn that on, like, would you drink? Well, how much money would it take for you to drink that from the tap? Oh man, would you try it? I'd if I gave sip you like, it. If I gave you like twenty bucks, would you try it? <laughs> I'd sip it. Like imagine the <laughs> imagine the long term effects. <laughs> <laughs> like how They're much money is worth s- it? Screwing up your esophagus. <laughs> It's, it's like drinking chemicals. Yeah, I don't know. There's probably some other danger signs, but those were all the ones that Pierce saw besides the the, the pens that were shaking everything. Yeah. Uh, so this leads to them actually going on alert. Things start actually happening. They do the evacuation of the town, and this is when all hell breaks loose. Mm. And th- there's not much to say here outside of, you know, the thing is basically erupting, and this is when the town is in chaos. So there's people trying to leave. They had the meeting at the school, and people are getting trampled. Do you think that that meeting was handled well by them? Sure, if it was like yesterday. You got to know that there's a stampede coming. (laughs) Yeah, 
You had that many people packed in with only a few exits, it's going to be a stampede. It's like, oh, single file, everyone, don't panic. And of course, people get trampled left and right. What do you think about the helicopter guy? We didn't talk about him. Secret villain of the movie, Drew, the helicopter guy. I don't even know his name. doesn't matter. First of all, when our uh, one of our science bu- scientist buddies breaks his leg because he's clumsy, trying to uh, do his robot, he refuses to go into the air unless they renegotiate his rate. Now, is that evil or shrewd businessman? Smart businessman. Smart businessman. You know? I mean, he knew the yeah. guy was in a volcano. Oh, you want you want your leg. boy you want your boy saved? You know, it's going to be an extra five thousand dollars. They couldn't find another helicopter guy. Like, there's no small other town. helicopter. Small town. They could get one from the town over, can't they? It's a helicopter. Guy's, guy's legs broken. He's bleeding out through. <laughs> Gotta get him. <laughs> I like how he's immediately back on the computer after that with a crutch. Yeah. Imagine, imagine the the the, the chopper ride to the hospital. Yeah. After <laughs> after he like waited to negotiate his rate. That's got to be the most awkward ride ever. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it just, and then he, he winds up going down with the treasurer or whoever that yeah. guy was, the ball guy, the real estate developer. They, they paid what, 15 K in cash. It was like 15 like K in cash. He was given a helicopter ride to get out of town. I mean, they call in the national guard. Yeah. And my other favorite part of this movie is the local cop, the one cop of the town, like the only guy that, yeah. that has a badge telling the national guard what to do. Like, Hey buddy, go over here. You, you get this exit. It's like, yeah, They'd Please. be like, all right, buddy, go, go Please, sit down. Please, buddy, we know what we're doing. We, we've been trained on this our whole lives. You get the it's, hell out of here. It's not some random, yeah. like, like army guy. Like, this is the National Guard. Like, this is what they're trained for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we, we talked about the patheticness of the boss dying. I don't know, is there anything that you want to talk about of this explosion? Like, I thought the CG was really good, and maybe that's the main thing that I would talk about. Yeah. And the way that the action happened... We'll go through some of the things that so, happened. I want to play a game with you in a second, but yeah, I mean, what else stood this, out to you? Can I? Can we talk about like the movie as as like watchability in this section? Because yes. I, I do. I do have something I want to. I want to bring up here. Like I know, obviously, like you know, you could say, "Oh, the movie's manufactured." That's inherently all movies are manufactured, but they manufactured all of the action of this movie on unnecessary events, and, I, and it kind of bugged me a little bit. No, I like this movie. But I didn't like that the only reason why there was any action in the first hour of the movie is because the stupid guy went down to fix his robot when they yeah. were on the mountain. It's a and slow then, burn. And then there was a small earthquake and he broke his leg. Like that was a tense scene, quote unquote. And then the other tense scene really is like they could have just escaped the town. Everyone would have pretty much escaped the town except for the kids went to go get grandma and grandma refused to leave. So the kids jump in a car and go get grandma themselves, which caused Sarah Connor and uh, James 007 to go after the kids, go after grandma. And all of a sudden they're like right next to the volcano. Yeah. And then they have to make a heroic escape to get themselves saved. So it's like those two stupid decisions caused pretty much the entire climax of the movie. And I wasn't a fan of that. Like I thought it was lazy. Yeah. I mean, I'll say I still really like this movie a lot and it just, I don't know, for some reason I wasn't bored at all. I was really liking it while I was watching it, but I agree with your points because it was manufactured drama. Like my question is, is there anyone off screen that was still in this town that refused to leave like the grandma or did they really get, they they said like, we got everybody out. We got everybody out. Yeah. But did they really? Uh, I don't know. I kind of think like when the thing's going off, people like the realness hits and only the real imbeciles stay. How about all the cars that fell off the highway as it as it <laughs> crashed? Like, and they were oh, just yeah. still driving. Some of those people died for sure. 
like I, I don't know there's something you talk about the boss dying is pathetic there's something to me it's like extremely pathetic about watching like the highway on ramp collapse and the cars just like like <laughs> they just fall off one by one like pathetically like it's so I, it's like sad i like how like when it was clear he wasn't getting any tire traction that 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 van was just not making it it's going backwards yeah and then he still bless his heart he tried to floor it <laughs> to the point where the car just like pathetically lead over the bridge it was not like there's no way it was going to make any kind of jump <laughs> like it just squirts off the yeah, edge yeah it just it just starts to squirt off the edge like, my question to you is why the hell was he not in the Hummer with all the other people were they out of room you gotta like, save the equipment they had, they had the they had the four hundred thousand dollar piece of crap robot you had to save the equipment <laughs> this is taxpayer yeah. money like what does he care like they're just getting True. more dude that's like that's like your house is burning down and you're running upstairs to go grab your xbox <laughs> but i paid for my xbox he didn't pay for that i've stuff. got so many games downloaded on there if somebody bought if somebody bought my xbox for me and i was getting it like i mean there was yeah. a shortage of series x right now so sure. maybe i would I mean, be running what, back what would you get, get a second one you do <laughs> never get it how could you get it yeah. but i mean it's just it was sad to me that he was in that van and why didn't they have him go first you mentioned it earlier they should have been in the harbor they could have pushed yeah. him over the bridge it was the least mobile vehicle he yeah. should have gone first in case something crazy happens. Then, like the other, the Hubbers could have made it. <laughs> could could he have run? Like, let's say, let's say no. he got out like early. Let's say he got out early. Just, you you he think run? he runs anywhere? He ever? Waddles. That guy waddles. He does not run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll say this. The other thing too. Wouldn't people be suffocating from ash? And this this leads me into the next the next section that we got to talk about. We did this a long time ago. A long, long time ago, when we talk about like Home Alone two, I, th- I forgot what episode, episode five or something. I don't even remember. Is yeah. it Dead or Alive? Let's call dead it or Dead alive. or Alive. Dead or Alive. So I've got a bunch of things that happened to people here, and we'll quickly go through some of these. We can debate whether they lived or not or whatever. Just hit me with what you think. We'll go through one by one. Skinny dipping in the boiling water. If you were hooking up with that girl in that water, would you have died? Alive. Dead or Alive. Alive. alive? All right. Why, why do you say that? Alive, but Dick Burt, but alive. Okay. <laughs> what about if you had to take a shower in that, in that water supply while it was, while it was turning to sulfuric acid, like what, what would happen to you? You're alive because like, you're alive. All right. You're saying you're sitting in your shower today and yeah. it starts to get a little too hot. Someone flushes the toilet. You get out of the way. You jump out. So what about that brown water that's alive. coming through? You're still alive? If you're not paying attention and you like drink a little bit. Yeah, you're alive. You might be. All right. Might be severely messed up, but you're you're alive. What about drinking that water? Yeah, because uh, I think you only, you only get a taste before you realize you screwed up. <laughs> you spit it out. Yeah, you spit it out. You get burned internally, which sucks. But you're alive. You're fine. Th- this one's not for you, I guess. But it's these kids. Would they yeah. have been successfully able to drive that car to go pick up their grammar up up in the, up a mountain? Dead or no way, dead. Zero if visibility. You were an eight year old kid. They would have driven right off the cliff, Drew. They could barely touch the <laughs> pedals. You couldn't see jack shit. Dead. <laughs> what about the lava slowly lurching into the grandma's house, dead or alive? <laughs> it was like, surprise! <laughs> it busted through like Jason Voorhees, man. I tell you, you're dead, yeah. man. You're not, not running the lava. Have you ever seen videos? You ever go to like a big bonfire or something? And you yeah. see them like 500 feet away and you're still yeah. burning? Oh, yeah. Do you ever see the videos of lava where they have like cameras and stuff that is like, like 
100 yards away and it just lights on fire because of how hot the lava is. Absolutely. That's what that would be. Hey, and you know, um, so I learned this. So you, if you get, say you get thrown into that lava, right? Yeah. You wouldn't just sink and like disintegrate and burn quickly. You actually would sit on top of the lava. Because it's hard? Yeah. And you would just slowly burn to death. In, very, in a very painful manner. How did you learn about that? <laughs> I just looked it up. <laughs> would you light on fire? Or yeah. would you just burn? I will, I, I'm not sure, actually, but... it would be try it. It would be a, a fairly quick death, but also a slow and painful death. That's like, <laughs> like, if you were sitting in lava, you probably wouldn't be able to get yourself up and out of it. Like, you're done. So you're not going in, like, quicksand. It's not... It's yeah, not, you're not. so you're done, but it might take, like, 20 seconds of, like, the worst pain of your life. All right. Well, how about this? It's sort of the same. How about your boat is is in a is in sulfuric acid and it's yeah. starting to slowly leak. Uh-huh. Your your motor runs out and you can't run the motor anymore. Yes. So you got to take your coat and wrap it around your arm so that you can like oar yourself <laughs> to shore with it's, your arm wrapped in in me, like a like a London fog coat or whatever well, the hell he let has. Let me ask it. Do the fine folks at London Fog do they have stronger <laughs> material than a metallic boat? It's a Columbia jacket, <laughs> like whatever whatever's in that thing. Yeah. Man, that insulation, I'll tell you. I mean, yeah. if you haven't seen the scene, it's absolutely ridiculous. We'll post it on the on. Well, <laughs> it's better under. than just sticking your hand in, I guess. So. Yeah. What would you do though? I mean, I know we're trying to go through these quickly, but yeah. like, what would you? Th- what What would be going through your head? Like, you're in that boat; it's sinking, and you're not on shore. Like, what are you going to do? You got nothing in I'll there. I'll just I just quit, man. Just quit. How, how, how about the grandma walking in the sulfuric acid? Well, that's, so she that's why jumps in. That's why grandma said, "F this! You guys you're using a coat? What are you kidding me? She had to save lives." So she <laughs> did she redeem herself with that? No, but she's dead. How, she, how about, she's the reason they're all up there, but she's dead uh, she, because she's old. So if yeah. she were, you know, say if Pierce jumped out and did that, he would be severely hurt, but he would have survived. Yeah, he would. He'd be alive. All right. Yeah. How about this part? And I'm gonna. I vote that we make this the cover for the episode. <laughs> Driving whatever the hell kind of car this was, it's got a snorkel, not like a heat shield from like the space shuttle Columbia. No, this like was a, this whatever. was the green van. This was not this, this Pierce's <laughs> sweet yeah. red. This, this is the, the stolen van. one. Yeah. yeah, he hot wired this one. Yeah. So. Driving the car through burning lava to the point where it was like literally on fire, <laughs> and like they're in like a metal thing. Like the space shuttle has a has a heat shield for this specific reason. Like he, they're entering the atmosphere. Yeah. Like they were they were on like literally on fire, cooking in this car, dead yeah. or alive. Oh, uh, yeah, you're alive. Just turn the turn the AC on. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just got the AC recharged. I guess yeah. they're good. They're good. <laughs> What if, about, if the truck has no AC, you're dead. What about just literally breathing in the ash? Like, nobody's suffocated in this at all. Yeah, well, yeah. Alive. Just alive. Uh, if you're a mouth breather, dead. So I'd be dead. <laughs> How about Depends. surviving the car crash as Pierce drives this car that... I don't even know how he was able to get up to speed with all the tires burned out. And like, how did the engine even work after that thing was on fire? How were they not burned alive in there? But he drove <laughs> like very precisely with precision into the very oh, small yeah. mining doors through the pyroclastic cloud. I couldn't do that. Yeah, dead. Because they would have been head on collision. Both he dead. torpedoed that thing yeah. and they just had a couple of cuts on their head. Yeah. Dead. And that little girl is like, she's eight years old. She's like barely 50 pounds. They didn't have a car seat. No car seat. They didn't have a car seat. They're dead. Def- dead. Definitely dead. Dead. At, at least at least one casualty. What about compound? The dog's dead for sure. Yeah, the dog's definitely dead. They didn't have the kennel yeah. for it, the little yeah. carrier. Yeah. 
what about compound fracture like Pierce has on his his arm where his like bone is sticking out? Yeah. Like what would you be dead I, or alive after? I that? don't know about the 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 survival rate of like how long like so the dude that what's that James Franco movie where he like broke 127 like, cut, hours? cut his yeah cut his own arm off to survive because he got stuck in the the crack. It's like I guess you could survive a couple days with with a broken bone. But he was like in ash. Like yeah. he was in the filthiest like situation. Like how does he yeah. not have blood yeah. infections? infections. Like, yeah, so you're right. Sepsis. I don't know. He's a scientist. He probably figured something out. I don't know. <laughs> he, he wrapped his arm with his like shirt. Yeah. That's the I'm gonna go like, dead. Filth shirt. I'm gonna go like, dead. I'll tell you this, and this is the last thing I'll say in this section here. But when that like roof caved in on him, yeah, like he was just in the car. And he he's basically a sardine in like a, a aluminum can. I would I would have no will to live. Like just kill me right there. <laughs> just kill me now. Just kill, so, <laughs> like kill me. So would you? Do you think you'd die faster if you mentally checked yeah, out? 100%. Do you think that's a, do you think that's a real thing? I would will myself to death yeah. in that situation. There's no like, way. I wonder, I'm, I wonder I'm if a positive that. mental attitude could like buy you an extra day. No, I, it could. But I, I don't have that kind of attitude. Yeah, me, me too. Like, I would quit. I would pack it in. I, I'll tell you what. I, I'm I'm claustrophobic to begin with. You yeah. put me in the mine alone, and I'm probably already like yeah. kind of freaking out. You put me in the car to go get that little Elo thing or whatever the hell it was, so he could get the the signal. The elf. I'm the elf. dead. Elf. Yeah. yeah, Elo. I said. I don't know why I said that. I'm dead. 100. percent I'm oh, dead yeah. immediately. The roof <laughs> collapsing. I'm done. Like I'm checked out. Goodbye. Yep. I agree. So we did this on the day after tomorrow. I think we can very quickly. We are running out of time, Drew. So let's 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 power through it. Put the volcano through the villain scale. What do you think? Think we sure. can do it? Let's do All it. All right. So if you knew the villain scale, like we talked about, go back and listen to the day after tomorrow. We did it with the superstorm there. There's a couple categories. We got look and style, hideout and layer, plan and henchman. Very quickly, Babby, I'm gonna. You can score this all alone. I'm not even gonna debate you. All on right, these. It's up you to tell me. me the score. We'll take it. It's up to me. Look and style of this volcano. Oh man, so yeah, we, we got to give it a at least a four. Probably, uh, I guess you got to give it a five. Like some of those views, man, so good. There's lakeside like, accommodations. Looks great. Lakeside accommodations. And the, I mean, and the it surrounding looked, the CG was good. Yeah, surrounding area and the lava itself is very beautiful. Very very mesmerizing when the lava is flowing. And. Isn't isn't it oddly beautiful? Like the ash falling down, yeah. it's almost like snowflakes. It's like it looks odd, like a it's, painting. It's oddly beautiful. Yes, it was. It's like morbidly. Yeah, I agree. Morbidly and, and beautiful. This kind of goes into the next category, but hideout and layer. Sweet is. I mean, volcano layer. Are you serious? It is its own layer. So it, is it, the magma? Is that how you're scoring it? Like, what do you? What do you? Like, what's hiding I mean, out? I mean, it, it, the magma hides in the layer. But it's like the volcano uh, itself is hiding in plain is, sight. Is the volcano the villain or is the magma inside the volcano the villain? This is a good question. I, mean, I don't know that we're I mean, accurately gosh, rating this. I don't know. So <laughs> you I, make I, think the, I think the volcano as a whole, I think the volcano includes the lava. Well, I think the lava falls under the henchman here. So that's, yeah, <laughs> that's the, yeah the lava and the ash is all henchmen. They are henchmen. What, what, what's, your, <laughs> what's your hideout and layer? No, that, I don't know. That's like saying bison's electricity is a henchman of bison. <laughs> It does I mean, not, that's not yeah, how but, it works. But bison is a living person. Like, this yeah. is an inanimate object. It's the earth. Like, is the earth the villain? Like, the whole <laughs> yeah, earth? Yeah, I guess lava is different from, from the from the ash, is different from the volcano like, itself. The electricity the is a utility. Like, yeah. It's a utility. I don't know, like, man. I feel like we could, we could do, like, a 30-page <laughs> thesis on this. <laughs> what, what do you, what's your score for hideout and layer? It's a five. It's a volcano. It's yeah. not, I don't care how, how, how any way you put it. It's five. 
What about what about the plan? Plan's a one. Plan well, is simple. Well, why? Explain it. It just took so long to execute, Drew. How many years? Yeah, How and they many had years? Pierce up there doing yeah. scientific expeditions and yep. stuff. And it, yeah, it took one one freaking English guy to like go up there <laughs> and thwart the plan and say, "Hey, this thing's going to erupt." Like it, it showed its cards too soon. I'll, I'll say this though it 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 was very effective in that it destroyed the entire town. I mean, there's nothing left. Yeah, but the body count was relatively low, Drew. I didn't check moviebodycounts.com, but well, there's no way low. to quantify it the off the off screen deaths, but. You know, Grandma if it just if it if it would have rumbled, if it would have rumbled a little less, you know, a little bit early on, then it Pierce would have been in and out of that town. That it could have claimed all the lives. I get. What do we have? Like four? Well, not counting the the cars crashing, we got like the two hitchhiker or people that were like in the in the hot springs. Yeah, the two you got two, the cars, whatever that was. Yep. And then you have the two main characters, the two boss of the main characters. And, and the grandma. Yeah. And that's it. Maybe so, there's ten deaths. So four four on screen deaths. And then the rest are like cars and stuff, which, yeah, you know, maybe they you survived. Can't, you can't, nah, uh, those people are dumb, man. They were, they were <laughs> driving straight into the water. Drew. Like they, they, they live in a volcano town, Drew. How smart but, could they be to, to but survive But what if that? they had one of those cars that can drive in the water too, you know, that like turns into a boat? A boat like, car. Yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll give it a one. What about the henchman? Are you counting the lava as uh, no, the henchman? No, it's part of the volcano. The henchman, I, I would call the ash a henchman. The ash is a henchman? Which you get a, you get a two. What about the sulfuric water? That's a henchman too. You're yeah. right. But it's, like, but you know, it's not super effective because you look at it, you go, ugh. It goes through there. the pipes. It goes through the pipes. Yeah, but it's, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not drinking that. I'm not going in there. Like, <laughs> that, that water looks boiling to me. No, I'm not going in there. All right, so you go in two? I'll give it a two. I, I won't even debate you on these. Yeah. I'll, I'll recap for the listeners. So- it looks like we have, what, 13? It's five 13. for look and style, five for hideout and layer, one for plan, and two for henchmen. Do you remember what we gave day after tomorrow? I thought I it broke like the scale. It was probably higher than that, but yeah, it was like it's, a pretty, 20. it's pretty low for, for a natural disaster. It's all, about the, it's all about the body count, you know? Yeah. It should have claimed more lies, lives, but the plan was just, it just took too long. Whoa. Town under 20,000. And then, 20, and then when it was ready to execute, it just, it couldn't wait. Yeah, I mean, town under 20,000. For, for as long as the damn thing waited, it could have waited a little bit longer to show its cards. <laughs> and then it really could have done some damage. It, it was it was aiming low when it had the town under 20,000 population. So, you know, it yeah. should have... Small-time volcano, for sure. Exactly. Small, yeah. Big, big, physically big, but small-time town, yeah. you know? Yeah. They should have went for the number one town under 20,000. Yeah. That's wherever that was. Big, big fish in a small pond mentality, for sure. So let's close it out. Um, what do you think happens after this movie? Do they rebuild the town? No, that's. Do they toast. move back? Toast. Even no. with all that like carbon fertilizer there, they could just, just build over it. No, why would you go back? Why would you you go don't back? think that these people that are like obsessed with their town, they're going to be like, "Hey, we're the number two town in America. We got to go back." <laughs> we're, we're we're Dante strong. We got to go back there. Yeah, they're going to have the no. wristbands and stuff. No, I don't. You know what? I don't doubt those idiots. You're probably right. They're probably trying to go back. <laughs> they're gonna go back. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to get that real estate developer. They're going to get the other guy, yeah. the guy's rival. Yeah. Uh, how about this? How about last question for you? Pierce and Linda Hamilton, do they make it? It works, man. Pierce has total stepdad vibes. Stepfather of the year? Stepfather of the year. Yeah, he's taking it. He's taking it. He's going to move him away from that stupid town to a very safe place, and they're going to have a great life. And does the bad father ever come back in the picture? Of course he does. Now he hears, he hears about the town. He reaches out. How are the kids? Are they good? Do you want to talk to them? Nah, that's all right. 
he rides off in his motorcycle yeah. like the guy from yeah. Angels in the Outfield. Linda Hamilton asks him, do you want to talk to the kids? No, that's okay. Just tell him I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even say that. He doesn't even say, tell him I said hi. Did she even know where to co- contact him? Probably no. not. No, he contacts her. He's on a payphone. He shows up. He He's shows on up a payphone. Pay yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't start yeah. 69 that or yeah. whatever. So that's Dante's Peak. That's it. Better, better or worse than than the day after tomorrow from a disaster film standpoint. <sighs> I yeah, it's probably answer. it's probably a better movie. It's definitely a better movie. Yeah, it's a better I, movie. It's more I wasn't wa- bored it's more for rewatchable. I wasn't bored for one second, yeah. and you know, you had you had Pierce as as the father in the step the pseudo stepfather figure in this movie. Give me Pierce Brosnan all day. I, I love yeah. this movie. It will always hold a special place in my heart. It's not good, but I like it, and I think you should watch it. And put that on the DVD cover. I agree. <laughs> Not Thanks bad. To, Six out of ten. Would watch again. Yeah, would watch again. Thanks to everybody that that listens to the show. If you want to send us an email, let us know. Did you watch this in science class growing up? The Last Rope Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Tweet at us at the Last Rope Pod, Facebook.com slash the Last Rope Pod, Instagram, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Hit the subscribe button. Thanks to everybody that left a review. We're really enjoying doing the show. We'll be back in two weeks, and we'll see you guys on July 22nd. I didn't mess the date up this time. Good job. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. So, how hot does the water need to be to, to burn your, you know... 69 degrees. To get... <laughs> and, and would you, you sell the water by doing what they did in there? See, I, I, you know, I didn't want to make the joke earlier, but I guess it's after dark here, so like, you know, when, when you get all those chemicals in there, then you add, add a dash of semen, it's, that's it. That's, that's, what, that's what makes good volcanoes work. It's like you impregnate volcanoes. You're playing with that guy. It's his fault.